Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host, Arthur, and with me as always is my awesome co-host, B Minus. Brian, how are you this fine, lovely evening on a Thursday? Sushi Bara Oh fuck. <laughs> sushi <laughs> Sushi what? Sushi Oh my god, I've been practicing I've been practicing in my head because um Sushi Bara Dana. <laughs> Is that how you say it? What are you trying to say? Like you're good? It's been a while. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's sushi good bara. Am I saying it right? You're saying it fine. Sushi bara dana. Mugiwara. Yeah, right to me. Well, they said it a lot in the last episode of Mop Psycho, and then it just <laughs> reminded me of Crocodile Sashiburi. Sashiburi. Oh yeah, Sashiburi dana. Yeah, and right. so I was like, I've been practicing in this. Sh- I've been practicing this shit in my head. I've been ready for it and. I you don't know. I guess senpai. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to impress senpai, but I guess I <laughs> fucked it up. But it's fine. You know, it's all good. You know, fuck it. But I'm doing good. Um, like I previously stated a little bit, just while we're talking, is that my power is out, and so it's kind of weird. Oh shit! Um, Let's go. I mean, I'm grateful. It's like my friend has had a lot, and then this is our first one, and so you know, I guess it's not that bad. Um, you know, as long as it's not like the white supremacists who are talking like electrical stations, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll be turned on really soon. Yeah, that is it. That is, uh, I hope so too, man. And you know, I had the same experience when I, back when I used to live in West Valley and in Currents, I experienced a lot of power outages, but yeah. ever since I came to West Jordan, I had not experienced one since moving to this house. So I don't, it's strange. Yeah. I don't know if that's a different grade system or, you know, a better one. I'm not sure. Yeah. But it's weird. I'm not sure how that works. Well, I just feel like the electrical system is such a weird thing because you always hear how it's outdated and like blah, 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 blah. And like, and so I wonder about that too because like, I feel like, you know, we all have to be like, I don't know if it's called Rocky Mountain Power. I feel like the electrical companies right. keep changing, rebranding every five years. So I'm not exactly. Really? I, no, it's been Rocky Mountain forever, my man. I there used to there used to be a new one. I think it's like Dominion or something. That's I the gas, Dominion Energy. Oh. Shit. That's your well, gas bill, my guy. Does I Brian s- not pay bills? Question mark. <laughs> uh, but um <laughs> I swear there there's a different electrical company out there. But I don't know. I just don't understand, you know, we're all in Rocky Mountain Power territory anyway. It doesn't even matter cuz we're all Another in monopoly, Rocky- right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, we're all in Rocky Mountain Power, so yeah, my friend who, like, I was telling about who gets, like, hella, like, outages, he lives in Kearns. And so, oh, wow. Yep. Um, and I'm, like, literally, like, two miles away from him in West Jordan. And so, yeah. how the fuck does, <laughs> you know, how does that shit work? I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand it. But you know what, Brian? You're actually right about the whole, uh, people complain about how it's outdated. I've heard a lot about that. You know, you hear a lot that about in Cali right now because everybody has, it has EVs, right? So, yeah. it's destroying the power grid and whatnot. Well, Maybe that's not really the problem. It's not the EV. We should update the power grid, update that system if it's so fucking old. You know, I don't yeah. understand why you blame these electric car owners on this nonsense. I don't know. It seems absurd to blame. Like, I know um, here in Utah, when I plug in my uh, my car, my Fiat, it's it's no problem at all. But they it, they recommend to do it mm-hmm. not after five o'clock because when everybody does it at yeah, five o'clock. Yeah, because that's peak so, hours. That's but peak then you're hours, not fucking home. Gets home. 
Exactly. Everybody gets home, they plug in their car, and it, whatever. But I just do it at night anyway. Not a yeah. big deal. Wait, so does Arturo have a Fiat Abarth question mark? Not a Barth. No, it's a, a Fiat 500e because it's electric. Uh huh. Damn. So you got. So do you still have your truck though? Yeah, of course. And the Fiat is just the daily to go to work and back. Ah, because the Mamalona takes is, too much. It takes too much of that gas, man. That's right. Wait, so did you go buy? Did you go buy the Fiat? I did. Yeah. Oh, I like a dealer. Yep, it was uh, Christian wanted to get one, so we uh, we traded in the blue Hyundai after we oh. did those repairs on it. You know, that's, that's yeah. the one thing. After repairing it, we're like, oh, time to trade it in for no reason, which sucks, but uh-huh. whatever. Well, I mean, you probably got a little bit more, but damn. So how was yeah. how did the Hyundai treat you? It was good, man. I've had I've had I had that car for six years, not one issue with it. Literally, uh-huh. not one check engine light, nothing. Nothing at all. The only problem with it was um, the small tires, you know, a rough ride. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So it was, it was like all the work you did was just like maintenance? Yeah. It's just, yeah, that's it. Only, yeah, that's right. The, the thing that I had with it was just, um, you know, uh, an old, I think I mentioned it. It was the, the sway bar link. That was it. It was just mm-hmm. rocking too hard and you just change it out and call it a day, which you don't really have to. Just an yeah. annoying sound it makes that bugs you. And it's like a common issue or what? It's a common issue on cars that reach about a hundred thousand miles, apparently. But mm. uh, I don't know. I never had that car. I met a problem before on a Toyota that has like two hundred thousand miles. So, hmm, just yeah. saying. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, I have mine for uh, my car just hit a hundred and ninety thousand miles. Ooh. So, um, it's still running. It's a strong. Honda. Yeah, it's a Honda, yeah. dude. That's why, man. It's a good. Should good I run car. it till it dies? Dude, why not? The Honda's gonna it's gonna it's gonna die like at a million miles, dude. Shout out to Honda. Yeah, because, like, I've always been thinking about, because I feel like I've outgrown it, like, hella years ago. But yeah. I feel like having, like, not having a car bill is really nice. And then, I mean, I yes. kind of want to get a Ford Maverick, but then it's also kind of a Ford, so you kind of don't know, like, how the quality <laughs> is and shit yeah. like that. You know, especially, like, after, like, post-COVID, I feel like, like, everybody's fucking build quality has gone down, you know? They have gone down, and they're going to promise you that, I think you mentioned this a while back, where uh, your parents bought a new car, and they pretty much sold them a car that's not finished and then you can go back yeah, and, yeah, yeah. well no they yeah, that kind of nonsense they wanted to but they didn't oh, buy I, okay okay good that's that's good to hear yeah because like who the fuck like no they weren't even gonna finish it they were just gonna make oh you, shit they were like they're just like tough you're not gonna get these like fucking deal breaking you know technology like why are you gonna pay so much for a car and like what you know it didn't fuck? have like adaptive cruise control or like any like power motor things just because they didn't have oh any fucking God. like stuff to make all the motors, and so oh um, wow, who wants to pay the same price? Probably even more market because of the used car for a car that's not even complete. You know, like the fuck. Yeah, dude. Honestly, the market's been so fucked, man. You know, like all these cars. Like, what is it? the F one fifty Lightning starts mm-hmm. at like forty thousand dollars, but you yeah. can't buy one for more than like a hundred thousand dollars right now Seriously, it's embarrassing yeah you will never find one under 100k you know it's just kind of like it's the demographic crazy. of the people who buy the buy it and then just also just dealer markups where they're like oh they're just you know hell and make it expensive you know dealer mark exactly that's the way it goes man well yeah oh well a little, <laughs> a little weird side tangent 
It is, but here we are, guys. We are the Anime Fridge, and today we're going to bring you some more anime, and uh, today's no different. We're going to talk about, finally, Mob Psycho 100, the third and final season. We're going to mm-hmm. review that afterwards, of course, but before we get into that, we're going to talk about a topic that Brian has been wanting to dive into for a very, very long time now. I think since the beginning of the podcast, Brian wants to dive into the big three, the Bleach, which I think Bleach is going to be um, for sure coming soon because of uh, you know, the new season going on, and then he wants to get into to naruto and of course one piece just kind of mm-hmm. dive into them how we're just gonna dive into the whole thing in one go whether you watch one piece or not it won't really matter you know just stay tuned for our opinions on uh classic shows like the one piece naruto and bleach so that'd be fun yeah but before all that brian let's get into the nitty-gritty you finally played high on life yeah so i saw that it was on free on xbox uh game pass or whatever Let's get it, dude. And, um, you know, like, I feel like shit's have been busy. I would, I just want to turn off my brain and play a video game for a while. And so, like, Arturo-chan, he likes High on Life. Let me go try it. <laughs> and um, and so, overall, I think it was actually a very good experience. I, I thought it was kind of funny how I kind of said it was, it was like, Doom-esque in a way. And, like, yes. the very, like, opening scene, you're playing, <laughs> like, a Doom fucking game for kind of, like, the tu- <laughs> tutorial in a way. Um, That's right. Yeah, but uh, so far it's been fun. I like I so the point where I got to is when you defeat the first boss, like Torg Nine or something like that. Yeah, like the kind of like the um, like kind of like a bug. How would you describe it? Like a bug gangster or like a bug? chimera, chimera type of thing. Sure. Yeah, chimera. The fucking is a hundred hundred collab. Um, <laughs> King is there, but um. <laughs> but yeah i think it's pretty funny i like how like um i feel like you definitely get the humor from justin roland i think that's his name in the creator of rick and morty oh, um okay. the graphics are really good <laughs> like fucking 10 out of 10 they are really um, good man yeah i mean i think it's kind of surprising where like i don't know why but like because they went from like really animated kind of like you know like like because i feel like i wouldn't say that uh you know, Rick and Morty would be like super high production animation, right? It's no fucking right. Mob Cycle three, um, but this one is just fucking like fucking unreal, unreal fucking yeah. graphics on this shit. And then, um, yeah, I like how kind of like I think it's really well well done and like fleshed out, where like you know you can talk to a lot of people and there's like a lot of like quotes, like a lot of oh yeah, yeah. I feel like they put like a lot of attention to detail on it, and so. It was uh, really good. What are your thoughts on it? I'm in the same boat as you. I enjoyed it. I appreciate the immense amount of dialogue. Maybe a little too much sometimes, right? (laughs) But the funny thing is, right, when you're talking to somebody, every time you leave, they say, okay, you can walk away. That's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like they respond to it. They respond to it no matter what. Or like, oh, it's fine. I'm I'm not that fun. There's so many little things as well. Like, you know, when you go into the slums, Brian, who did you say was more handsome, the blue or the red? I said um, the blue at first, and then I switched to the red. I was the exact same thing. Christian was the opposite. He said blue and stuck with blue. So the whole time he's going through, the blue lets him in. Red hates him throughout the whole game. And throughout the whole game, when I played it, red loves you, blue hates you. Stuff like that. And then also, did you kill the kid or did you not kill the kid? I, (laughs) I did kill the kid. Oh my! See, I did not, which I I regret because you get an achievement for it, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. Do this in Fallout, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. You can't do this on Fallout or whatever. 
yeah, stuff like that is really great. You know, you got Knifey, like, just telling you, oh, Knifey only speedrun challenge. I think I mentioned this last time. Just straight callbacks of, like, what gamers like. And mm-hmm. in the very first mission, if you go back to the first mission when um, uh, Kenny tells you to shoot the gun, he says, just press any button and you'll figure out what to do. And then if you press start, he says, why the fuck would you press start? <laughs> Everybody knows that start is just going to stop the game. It's your first game? Are you retarded? You know, just stop. <laughs> Bruh. It's so good. Just little yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's 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 a good one. Well, I think it definitely makes a difference when like um I don't know, I feel like you kind of tell when like um people really put like a lot of like attention and like detail work and like, you know, try to really focus on it. And so um you can never hate it, you know, like even like if you don't like it that much or whatever. Um yeah. you can always respect it, like the amount of work into it. And so yeah, definitely <laughs> check it out. I feel like my check favorite moment out. was when like you're in, like well, so far, because I barely played a little bit of it. <laughs> but, like, when you go to, like, the fucking pawn shop and, <laughs> and just hearing the banter between, like, the son and the dad is just really funny where, like, he wins, like, the oh, yeah. tiny dick contest or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> I'm proud of my trophy in the back. And um, just seeing <laughs> their wares. So I think there is, like, a lot of Easter eggs or, like, gamer, like, culture put into it. Absolutely. So it was pretty chill. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty chill. It has a lot of replay value, right? Because mm-hmm. um, uh, Christian beat the game in his inventory he had the alien come in his inventory <laughs> and it tells you beat the game with the alien come in your inventory and i did not beat it with that so yeah, i can go back and do that and yeah there's also it's the second to last boss is pretty funny he's trolls you and he's like okay i'm gonna give you an achievement that your friends are gonna think you're a fucking pervert and it says spend 20 hours at the alien stripper uh strip club <laughs> And that's it. It's like, now you're going to think you're fucking weird. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Spend 100000 in fucking stripper. In the stripper. Yeah, club. it's stuff like that. It's good. All right. Well, that's good, Brian. Now, so have I you guess, finished it, though? I did. Yeah, I beat it just yesterday, actually. Oh, for real? Is it long as fuck? It's not long, but i just been going back and forth to Overwatch. To Christian beat it a long time ago before me. But mm-hmm. it's pretty short, actually. You just beat all the bounties, and that's it. It's pretty. It's a pretty simple game. It's pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, straightforward. Too. Yeah. Hmm. indeed indeed all right brian let's talk about some gotcha games um, okay so what have you been playing or keeping up with anything at all man you used to be all over fate Genshin. <laughs> what are you doing nowadays so no fuck <laughs> i haven't been really playing any gotcha so far so i don't play genshin anymore and um i opened yeah. why well, I, I got okita randomly oh yeah, yeah that's right. and it made me fucking happy but then um I just I just need to get like I just need to get back into it because I realized I didn't have any of her materials and I'm like oh fuck here we go again. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. And so um, I don't know. I just feel like I need to play when there's like an event like the um, like the Halloween event or like fucking the Seraphs because I feel like those events make it really fun. And I feel like Absolutely. I just need to like play one of those events as like open to everybody or like you know no matter what the skill level or even the magical girls one. Because I feel like after, yes. like, you know, I kind of, like, kind of fell out of those stories. Um, yeah. Those, like, kind of, like, little events kept me in the game for, like, a lot longer. Because I was able to, like, play them and grind them. And then, um, you know, just kind of have fun with it. Absolutely. But, yeah, I just feel like I need another one of those to kind of get me in. To, like, be, like, playing every day. You okay. know? Like, at yeah, least, like, kind I, of I casually. But, but, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not playing in gotcha games right now. That's fine. Honestly... 
Yeah, that's the way uh, Fate Girl should be played in, in a lot of ways. Just, but even even I, I get it. It's kind of hard to log in every day, you know, just to get your uh, your free courts and free summon tickets. Um, yeah. yeah, like a lot of the I know an event that just happened with uh, Van Gogh. That was a really good event. That was an amazing story too. But then we just had the Christmas event, which was you know kind of mediocre because they usually are. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're not. They're, they're just funny because we had a uh, Karna as Santa Claus this time around, uh, best boy. <laughs> So yeah. that was good. And yeah, I mean, in a few days here, we're going to get the New Year's GSSR. So, I mean, I guess you can look out for that, Brian. Spend 15 smackaroonies, get your guaranteed servant, I suppose. How are they still, how are they doing it this year? Are they, so have this, they switched it ooh, up? Because I feel like the past two years it, have been unpopular. Yes, they they were the worst of it. We're past the worst of it. Now it's better. They give you um, Saber. They give it to you by era when it came out. So oh. you get Sabers, but then you get a timeline. You can get these Sabers that came out during this year, during this time, and then you can get some, you know, like Avengers during this time, this time. So you, it's, it, it's narrowed down a lot more now. So you can get what you're going to get no matter what. And I'm still mm-hmm. trying to shoot for Space Ishtar. I'm worried though because I can get a I can get a foreigner a duplicate, but oh well. <laughs> Do you have most of them? Uh, no, I d- I'm missing all of them on that. The one I'm gonna roll for, I'm missing all of them except for the one foreigner. So if I'm really unlucky, I'll get her again. But I really <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, suck. it fucking happens sometimes. It happens, man. All right. So for Fago, there's that. Mm-hmm. Um. Princess Connect has been has been fun. Nothing more to say really. There, I still playing. I'm playing Konosuba. Konosuba is still mediocre. Still Bruh. so horrible. I want no. to drop it so many times, man. But I just I can't do it yet. I spent no money on that game, so I can drop it and it wouldn't hurt me. Yeah, but That's, those you are know, the best. Konosuba, there's so many clicking. So let, let's say you're going into an event, right? It, you go to the event. You go to the quest, then you go to start, then you go to confirm, then you set your team. <laughs> There's like 10 clicks Bruh. before yeah. you get into And the servers are awful. They're slow. So you go click, load, and then click, load. It's no. It's just not efficient. So you know it, what happened? it annoys me. It annoys me with that, man. So And I'm playing. I got this new gotcha game called uh, Nike, and it's kind of mediocre. And... Uh, this is yeah. um this is gonna this is how it shows you, all right? It advertises one hand gameplay. Okay, Brian? <laughs> for all the lazy fucks? No, for the left hand um, you know, fun time. Oh whoa. It, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I like that. I like yeah, that. It is perverted as hell. Like you really? are shooting guns. Well yeah, because like you, you get these girls, right? And you, uh-huh. you shoot guns and they they look out the way, and you can pretty much see their their ass, right? In a lot of them, so that's mm. yeah, it's kind of it's, 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 kinda it's one of those. It's one of those, yeah. And it's honestly pretty mediocre. I'm thinking about erasing it anyway. And yeah. I just want to. The only game that I'm really into is Connect and Fate Go. That's the only mm. one that I actually grind hard for. The other ones are just kind of there for whatever. So what got you into that new game, like um, the marketing or what? No, some guy I watch on YouTube named Mist. He does fake Go content, and then sometimes he does a poll of doing like new, like you know these uh, edgy ass uh, gotcha games. And this one won, <laughs> and it kind of it has really good art, really like uh-huh. not unironically, you know. And <laughs> so I went into it, and yeah, I mean it has good art, but once again, it's one of those games that I'm already feeling the 
the power creep hard unless you yeah. pay money. Oh, so it's like gonna hell it'll make you pay for that shit. That's a good thing about Fate Go, you know, mm-hmm. really. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. There's that. I mean, that's what we love about Fate Go. I feel like Genshin's right. kind of uh, a kind of like a big whale kind of game too, and so that's what I didn't like about Genshin. Yes. Yeah. I, I, for real. Okay. Now. Anything else, Brian? Any news topics you want to bring up before we get into this uh, hefty, hefty topic of One Piece? Hmm. Well, I guess it's not really news, but um, Honor Hunter is back on hiatus after like the 10 chapter run. Um, oh my God, totally forgot about Hunter Hunter. Good Lord, man. But it seems like um, it seems like it's like in good hands because Togashi did promise that he's going to return. And it does seem like okay. he already has some work already built up. You know, like he's passed okay. the 10 chapters. So um, it's definitely like, um, I think he also said that he wanted to do it kind of like, like in like in a certain amount of time, like in periods, but it hasn't really depend. Like, sh- I don't think it's going to be weekly, maybe monthly, um, but we'll okay. see. So, you know, there's a lot of good news where like it might be consistently coming out. And I think he said that he also wanted to see the finish of it. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, we all do. Which is kind of, I don't know. I just feel like with a show... Like, what's a fucking manga like that? Like, how do you end Hunter Hunter? Because I feel like without going, like, a lot of years. Because... Yeah, dude. Like, you know, they have the whole Kurapika thing. You know, they're on the ship or whatever. You know, are they going to reach the Dark Continent? Or are they going to wrap it up before they get to the Dark Continent? Like, you know, yeah. like... And, like, you know, with all the hiatuses, blah, 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 blah. Like, um... I just wonder what an ending of Hunter Hunter would like. You know, will we never go back to Gone? Is his like thing like indefinitely like kind of like ended like that? You know, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, will we ever see fucking um, Leorio? Um, oh man, dude. <laughs> will yeah. he? Will, will he ever get his like spotlight back after he was there in the fucking beginning and then never seen again? Um, yeah. And so it's interesting. Um, Hunter Hunter is just interesting in general. So we'll, I don't know. I feel like the future is bright. We'll see what Tokashi has in mind. Um, I feel like he has a lot of good ideas. Sometimes I don't agree with like his artwork and like how he kind of <laughs> like enacts his like ideas. But uh, well, it's definitely something like we're seeing. You know, hundred percent, man. I'm with you there. Yeah. I guess and. And uh, I'm with you, like, you know, with Hunter Hunter, man, like, you know, you mentioned it came back, and I'm like, I'm going to go read this, and then I, I read One Piece instead, and then I got drawn into that, I forgot about Hunter Hunter, that's just the way, I mean, I love Hunter Hunter a whole lot, and that says a lot, I don't know, it's, it's just kind of saying, like, it's been, like, well, 500 days of hiatus, man, I'm going to yeah. forget what happened, because, like, what you, I know, as like you mentioned, you're not, you don't agree with his art style, and I don't agree with his way of drawing manga in terms of just write a light novel, dude. If you're gonna write this much stuff, you know, I don't. Yeah, especially putting so much fucking like text in like a fucking like kind of like more visual esque. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, I kinda, feel like, and then like yeah. also you don't have to draw that shit. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. You, I mean, it's hard to draw, but so people uh-huh. people do it though. I mean, people do it all the time, and they show it by drawing it. Like, if when if JoJo, you know, Bizarre Adventure just started drawing like you started like writing out what the stands do instead of just like showing it it'd be kind of ridiculous but yeah yeah you know yeah i feel you but um i mean i don't know we'll 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 just see (laughs) i feel like we just gotta trust trust in togashi 
I'll trust in him to finish it up. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, in terms of news, we're in the we're in the finals. This is it. Every show is pretty much wrapped up now. We're in the little tiny week of no shows coming out at all. A lot of mm-hmm. time we get, you know. So right now we're in a nice little vacation of no shows. So prepare for that. Chainsaw Man wrapped up. Spice Family wrapped up. Um, what to your eternity is about to ra- no actually not that's two cores. Um, mm-hmm. my hero's gonna wrap up tomorrow. Um, a ton of, everything's wrapped up now. So that's you know we're in for that. Bleach wrapped up. So whatever there. That's exciting. Yeah, your next well, season's coming. It seems like nobody has been talking about it though. Like I feel like I have about here, what like kind of like things ending. Like I want to see more. I don't know. Sometimes oh. I feel like I don't know after I after like Elon bought Twitter. I feel like I haven't been seeing a lot of like. You know, it's weird because I don't even, like, mostly get my, like, anime content from Twitter. But, like, after all that shit happened, I feel like I don't hear, like, much about, like, any anime news or, like, people talking about anime. Or, like, I don't know if the algorithm has banned me from the from anime fucking social media. <laughs> I don't know if the powers at B is trying to hold me down, is trying to make me struggle. But um, I just haven't, like, <laughs> it's weird. Like, anime, like, Chainsaw Man ended, Mob Psycho ended, Bleach ended. Like, all these super great animes that people are loving are ended, but I haven't really heard much about it, which I think is weird. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just out of the loop. Nope. You're 100% right, Brian. I got all my news from Twitter also because of the trending. It trended there. Boom, it appeared on my feed. I went to it. But now that Musk has been, you know, up his own ass, kind of putting his own things on Twitter. He's the one trending (laughs) every time, whether it be controversial stuff or not. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sucks. And yeah, like Bleach ended well. Uh, My Hero is going to end well. Chainsaw Man ended and, you know, in a cliffhanger. They all ended like, you know, reasonably well that you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. damn, I want more. And there's been nothing about it. You're right. Yeah. Um, and we're, like, and we're in the loop of this. Like, I'm more surprised about Mob because people have been loving Mob for multiple years now. And, like, it fucking ended. And, um, yeah, I just want to see more content about it. I, I don't know. I want to know fucking people's reaction about Mob cycle ending. I agree. Well, so they were going to hear our opinion. And that's what yes. matters. That's the only opinion that matters. Fuck everybody else. This is already that's the best right. anime podcast. And oh, fuck shit. everybody. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Some ASMR for that? Yeah. Right. Thanks, bro. Some. Let's get it. Oh, all right. <laughs> just kidding. Good, good lord. The lips. Okay. Let's get into One Piece then, shall we, Brian? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, this is going to be a hefty slash thick topic. Let's start with this. What got you into One Piece? How did you start you know, consuming the media itself. And, you know, just give me your backstory on One Piece for you, Brian. Oh, well, um, I think it just kind of started with, um, it started when I was a kid. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I think it just started with the G-Kids fucking on, uh, I don't know what what channel it was on, but like. It's four um, kids, big boy. Yeah, four kids when like all the anime would like come out on Saturday where like it'd be like Sonic X, uh, One, P- One Piece, um, I don't know oh, if Dragon yeah. Ball Z showed then. Um, it was. It was or Kai. Just, or Kai. Yeah. So mainly, like, mainly when I was young, like, eight or nine. Um, wow. Yeah, just watching it on TV and just, like, I think the last thing that I saw as a kid, I watched it from, like, zero all the way to Drum Island. And then I don't know yeah. why it went dark. And then I think I kind of got back into it when um, when you guys kind of started talking about it. And then. Um, wow. Um. 
it took me a while to catch up but then i started binging a lot when i got into college and then caught up and then just been reading the manga yeah wow dude i'm there you go that's a good story I'm almost in the exact same boat as you. I was a big fan of Dragon Ball as a kid, Naruto as well, and I always saw One Piece always playing in the trailers of, I think, Tsunami or Four Kids. Something was playing yeah. these trailers. I think it was Four Kids because I remember the goddamn One Piece rap. So, <laughs> No, but that One Piece I, rap was good, though. Oh, my. Don't give it up, Nami. I don't know. Dude. <laughs> give it up, Nami. I feel like those oh early like 2000 raps like you know like if fucking in the Sonic They're, Sonic Adventure yeah. games oh Pokemon you know I feel like they all worked like I feel like they couldn't do it now again no probably not yeah, no way yeah because I feel like it'd be corny like if I don't know I don't know maybe it's just because we're kids and like you know we like seeing things through like rose tinted glasses but um yeah true that's true um like even I hit like I hear that shit now like damn like they really put that shit on back then you know <laughs> yeah dude, holy hell man well yeah other than like yeah I, I, I had it on there i watched it i remember i kind of jumped into it a bit and uh, i don't know what it was i don't know if it was the voice acting if it was the art style if it was the way it moved slowly i'm not sure what it was i know it wasn't because it moved slowly because i liked dragon ball z back then <laughs> and you didn't so, mind i did not mind the slow shit so I think it might have been art style. It had mm-hmm. to be art style, I suppose, at the time. It just wasn't for me when I was a kid. So, mm-hmm. growing up, you know, didn't care for it. It wasn't until I got into a middle school. I think eighth grade. No, it was ninth grade. We uh, Back in the day, ninth grade was still middle school, believe it or not, folks. <laughs> and I met this kid, This one of my uh, student slash, you know, whatever the hell, that kid. He used to always tell me about One Piece all the time always talked mm-hmm. about it he was he's like yo one piece this week was great you gotta watch it you gotta watch it and i'm like god dude all right buddy so i ended up watching it and i binged the hell out of it all throughout ninth and then tenth grade and then we always talked about it every time and that's how i got into one piece and i caught up read the manga and then the manga's better now i haven't gone back yeah so yeah now um, manga exclusive only pretty much except for uh some fights here and i go back and they're pretty good but some are you know lackluster uh but yeah that's that's my story as well um and then uh of course edgar we, we got our cousin edgar into it and yeah so now it's uh us three uh, we, we spent some nights some time just uh talking about one piece theories back yeah. in the day that was that that was fun as well well i feel like you know kind of like early on i feel like um I just feel like we've been through so much in One Piece. And so, like, kind of, oh like, the theories God, are yeah. kind of, you know, like, you know, we're going to, like, we got Luffy's fucking shit. And, like, you know, we met all the Yonkos and shit. And so, um, it was kind of really, like, now. yeah, it's kind of, like, a wild, like, we're we're really at the end game of fucking One Piece. We're, like, we're getting all our answers and shit. Oh, my um, God, yes. Holy but I think hell. it's weird because, like, you know, we all used to be, like, it's kind of weird. We're, like, we were all into, like, the like the other big three were like one like naruto and and bleachmore and we really didn't pay attention to like you know i just watched it casually as a kid um like um i really liked it but like i didn't like like when they i don't know if it started over after drum island or i'm not sure what happened but like after that like you you know like oh i guess that's kind of it and um i didn't get back into (laughs) it until like much later but um yeah i feel like it's kind of weird how we kind of like um we like Edgar was super into Bleach and we're like into Naruto 
and yeah, but now strange, we all kind of like unanimously decide that fucking one piece is the shit and we all like uh love one piece more than anything yeah it's a superior show to watch now right and yeah it which is which is weird right because i mean that's the normal thing here in this here in um, the west side everybody loves dragon ball naruto bleach way more and then in japan one piece has always been the bigger show every mm-hmm. time and yeah. it's always been the best-selling manga. It's always has been. So it's strange how we finally got into it. I don't know. I don't know how or why. But, hey, we finally got into it and we realized, yeah, this is a superior show. Yeah. So I guess going into this, Brian, um, how should we do Should we go uh, your favorite arcs, least favorite arcs? Or what do you want to discuss here exactly? You want to just go into the main uh, crux of the manga happening now? Go full yeah. on spoiler. Yeah, we can go full on spoiler. Okay, so let's talk about someone. So, if you care even the least bit, I mean, you probably don't. I mean, in reality, if people that are gonna watch One Piece, you know, I think most people are just scared. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're so intimidated. But then, like you know, you watch it all, and you're like, damn, this this shit could be longer. You know? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the latest arc. So we just got done with Wano, okay, and now mm-hmm. we're finally at Egghead. This whole new ass island type deal, and we finally, finally, this is what you said after thousands of chapters, man, of this hype of Vegapunk, you know, of being this mad genius scientist that's crazy, does all this shit, you know. You just, you always just hear him being like this genius. We finally meet him. Yeah. Or meet them. Yeah, yeah the multiples. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's crazy. We're like, did you think it was like only one Vegapunk when we met the like the evil one at first? I. 100 percent. i thought like whoa this is okay uh plot okay, twist. this is how we're going <laughs> yeah it was great yeah well i think it's um i don't know like it's just like it's also it's like a really weird kind of like flip where like yeah um also it was kind of bullshit how they're fucking leaving us on hang <laughs> was a whole fucking law like they gave us law with titties and then <laughs> and then they just fucking oh, yeah. that. they removed <laughs> that fight and we have no idea what's going on i feel like they kind of gave it hope where like because you know it felt one-sided because um you know <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. blackbeard and fucking lock clashing like the entire blackbeard squad um yeah. full force i think it, is everybody there um kid it's no no kid's not there who's law fighting with is it just him and blackbeard no yeah it's just it's just the oh, the That's the right. heart pirates and and like blackbeard oh. and like That's everybody right. has fucking like devil fruits now oh god yeah they, they seem overpowered as hell yeah, and so they had that, and then they had fucking, <laughs> they fucking had law. They did, did a weird gender bend, and then kind of like, like moved away from that. And um, yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah, but I guess to like saying what I was like originally saying is like it is a hella weird like contrast from going from like ancient Japan, well not ancient Japan, but kind of you know like Edo period Japan, to fucking right. like this like kind of like futuristic um, uh, world. Yeah. I agree. And another thing that got answered was, uh, well, not really answered, but it's, you know, it's kind of alluded to, we might get answers soon here, was the 800-year void, it's like the century that was lost and all that. It's, you know, I wasn't sure what it was. I always heard about it all the time, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's just something that happened, a big war, and they want to hide the evil deeds government did. But then you find out that, it's fucking futuristic shit, like yeah. the Jetsons type of deal. You're like, what's happening? You know, it's crazy shit happening. And then you see these robots that are, you know, like, oh, these are made 200 years ago. And it's just so much shit that's getting 
revealed in his fucking insanity. You're like, okay, what is? All right, calm down, Oda. All right, calm down. Yeah. Sir. Well, it's weird because I feel like there's been like um, there's been a, like a lot of talks where like thinking about like One Piece as like a post-apocalyptic kind of like situation, and I feel like it like essentially confirmed that. Um, you know. Yeah. It seems like it is now. Yeah. Because you know, I feel like ever since we had like the Lunarians and like NL. Um, oh yeah a long ass fucking time ago where like you know all these ancient races look like you know i feel like honestly i used to hate skypea but looking at like looking back at it like skypea had like a lot of shit going on and like yeah fucking a lot of fucking foreshadows that oda gave like fucking like 20 years ago it's fucking crazy, crazy. yeah crazy, but dude. i think that's one of like the biggest thing that kind of hit for me where like it it um it just kind of confirmed that like you know we're getting closer to like you know like what actually is like the gum gum fruit and like right um like where all the devil fruits kind of came in because like um it's just like a lot of it's been a lot of theorizing and so like you know we're getting a lot of um we're getting a lot of answers right now and that has to do a lot with uh just you know vegapunk existing you know because he's Mm -hmm. there giving us a lot of like he we find out he has a brain brain fruit because we see we you know we see some. Uh, he goes where uh, he goes to the island that Robin was in, and he meets Dragon there, and he has this huge ass head, right? And yeah. He yeah he has a brain brain fruit. He can just store infinite data. It seems like, and his brain gets bigger. And and then Luffy says, "So you're are you stupid now because you cut your head off?" <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like this like, so is the one. This is the one thing that you know the anime just has over the manga, right? I think the anime does the comedy better because the voice acting is just there. Yeah, Would no, for sure. Brian? Yeah, okay. I think I think that's a hundred percent certain. Especially since like, um, you know, we just have like, um, I just feel like they become uh, like so iconic. You know, like even when you read the manga, yeah. you read it in their voices. You know, and exactly, so yeah. And I think One Piece is also kind of like a perfect show to kind of like you know like, um, like it's really goofy and a lot of gags and like you know you can kind of like it's good to animate. You know, because. Fuck, I don't know yeah. exactly what I'm trying to say, but um, it's good to animate, you know, like, because, like, you know, the more goofiness kind of, like, it, it fits in, right? Where, like, you can really improvise and, like, kind of, like, um, yeah, you make longer, but not to not to the extent that they're doing it now, um, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. I mean, just thinking about it now where, like, they've only hit, like, Robin's, uh, like, kind of her demon form, but they still have, like, a year to, like, officially end oh Wano. Yeah, it's kind of okay. crazy. But yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think, I think the voice actors just had a lot, you know. I agree. Yeah, and obviously, spending like eight hundred episodes with these voice actors, whenever you hear them and anything else, you just hear them. Which, yeah. in reality, I don't hear Luffy's voice actress in a lot of things in general, anyway. But mm-hmm. Zoro, Sanji. Yeah. And especially Zoro, he's a big one. Chopper's been in quite a few things, and I can recognize Chopper pretty good. And uh, Nami, she's more of a, a classic female. She's been in some things here and there, but yeah, you know she but does Frankie. a lot of like. Oh, Fra- oh my God, Frankie! That's right. Yeah, yeah I feel like Frankie's has been in like a lot of cameos. But I feel like his 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 are my favorite. Like when he was in Hunter Hunter. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now yeah, Frankie's great. I mean, okay, so I guess, I mean, what else? What, what do you think? So we we also finally got uh, CP zero. They came back to here as well, to Egghead. And now, for some reason, you know, uh, Rob Lucci thinks that he can take Luffy out, right? And I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? 
I, I thought that was embarrassing because he's like, I'm not going to accept Luffy as an emperor. And I'm like, yo, he just soloed Kaido. What are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, so I think that's... I feel like that's going to be like a big question going on because like, you know, who is Luffy going to fight for like the rest of the series? Because he's fucking Yonko. Like exactly. he's fucking made it, you know, like he's I think that's also it was kind of like really cool about um, kind of like leaving Wano is that, uh, you know, like there's like super big benchmarks like, you know, um, huge. he fucking became an emperor, which is like something that like, you know, was which which was kind of like inconceivable, which were, because he got like, um. I don't know. It's weird because I feel like whenever I read the latest chapter, like One Piece, I always think about like the memories and like kind of like everything that like has been happening for like so many years, and like right. how many times Luffy has been fucking bodied, um, been through it, watches like brother got killed right in front of him, and it's yeah. just kind of weird where like he's there, like he's like top of the top, like you know, he's literally one of the strongest people on planet, and um, and so I think it's weird where like you know, is he gonna be like like luffy really fast which is i mean i feel like with luffy you can also kind of explain it not because it's like he doesn't really focus and so like he like like you know might be doing this and be doing that and just get like hella distracted while like luffy right. just fuck shit up right right um but but yeah it's it's definitely interesting because they already fought once and you know but he just kind of like let luffy go um right and so yep. i don't know we'll see yeah, I mean, obviously, it really seemed like he had the upper hand during that whole fight anyway, you know? And even... Mm-hmm. And he still didn't accept him. And, yeah, I agree. Like, that's the good thing about One Piece is, like, you know, uh, throughout the whole fight of um with Kaido, you know, when he awakened his devil fruit, people were saying, you know, it's not really a comedy or whatnot. But, I mean, it always has been a comedy. It, yeah. it was never saying, oh, this is, it's too uh, cartoonish with what he's doing here. And I thought that was an absurd thing to say when, you know, you got uh, Gum Gum UFO where he had a, his fucking tank mode when he ate all that food. He had a dumb tank mode for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it just seems kind of dumb if you were, if you've been reading One Piece for a thousand chapters plus and you're just like, oh, this you're in for the I'm fights. Like, I'm like, you're, you're wrong, dude. I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool there. Well, I think it's just weird where, like, there's people who literally watch One Piece for the fights, and I feel like that's definitely, like, I don't know, I, like, out of all the aspects of One Piece, like, you're going for the fights, because, like, you know, the fights are good. The fights are lit. Yes. We're yeah. not going to lie. They're really good. But I just feel like, um, especially, like, after, like, so many years, it's, like, it's all about the crew, you know? It's all about, like, you know, the fucking journey. It's not about right. fighting. And I kind of like how um, it's kind of getting more cartoonish, because I feel like... I kind of miss a lot of the comedy because I feel like like pre-time skip was like way kind of like it was a little bit more funnier than like um right of course yeah than post-time skip where it's kind of been more serious you know yeah I mean I agree yeah I think has to do with obviously the it's getting more serious as it goes on because we're getting more serious fights like Kaido and Big Mom and Honestly, Brian, did you ever think that Luffy was going to ever become a warlord or, I mean, an emperor, honestly? Or what did you think about that? Um, Like, I don't think so. Because, like, if you think about it, like, if you say five years ago when they are in Whole Cake that Luffy was going to become an emperor, like, I feel like I would even, I feel like, you know, like, just that's kind of like the beauty of One Piece where, like, you don't even fucking know, you know? And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I had no idea that he was going to become an emperor and, like, kind of, like, be Kaido. I mean, my entire thing was Kaido said like he was gonna have to like team up with like Zoro or something and kind of like 
um, right. kind of get a 2v1 to beat Kaido, like even like a year or two, you know, like two years ago, yeah. I wouldn't say that like he wouldn't be Kaido by himself, but he fucking did. And so fuck no, yeah. I didn't, I had no idea he'd be an emperor by now. I didn't think he'd be an emperor in general because I just thought he'd be like, all right, he's going to take down Kaido, then Big Mom, then Blackbeard, and then finally Shanks. But I didn't think yeah. he'd ever get the the emperor title. I don't know why, but it does make sense. And mm-hmm. I also like, um, you know, he has uh, these, he has smart people on his crew like uh, Jinbei, Sanji, that tell him they can't really fuck around and just fight whoever he wants. But then again, it's Luffy. He don't give a shit. <laughs> he just He'll goes. He'll do it anyways, yeah. He'll do it anyway. And then it's cool that, like, you see um, um, Okainu and Kizaru and everybody's kind of just kind of scared, actually. Like, you shouldn't engage, you know, yet. Because, you know, he saw that they, yeah, like, it, it seems... It's been a major shift now because he just beat Kaido and everybody mm-hmm. was afraid of Kaido. And it's like, it's a kind of a big deal. You don't want to just engage this straw hat dude that just, you know, beat Kaido. So it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty neat how we're getting like the entirety of every, they want to bring every freaking, you know, Navy battleship to come beat Luffy because what they need yeah. to take him down. And it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Cause like not, not only did he beat a fucking emperor, now he's going to like a admiral is on his way to yeah. kind of go <laughs> i don't know if he's gonna try to fuck him up or like what like his arrow's plan is if he's trying to like get in and out and just try to assassinate fucking vegapunk um all oh, right yeah but um but yeah i just feel like that's what like the future holds is like we're like is he gonna fight an admiral and like you know how much shit is gonna go down i feel like it's wrapping up fast i feel like we still have a lot to go um especially yeah. with like all the breaks and stuff i feel like but i feel like the majority of it like most of the five years might be like you know just waiting you know yeah and so um it's really interesting because like it's been like super juicy like each each chapter i was like fuck like they're really talking about this now you know that's right and so i don't know it's fucking crazy like so we also got like this little glimpse of sabo right you know Mm -hmm. like he became like the rat of supposedly he like did uh this whole thing but it didn't happen you think sabo is dead Honestly, I don't know because it kind of it kind of does seem like I don't want an Ace 2.0. I feel like uh, it's I also kind of right? weird because yeah. um, it's it's kind of weird because uh, it feels like a lot of time where like you know Oda killed Ace and then kind of like brought in Sabo to replace him like soon after. <laughs> yeah, you know that's kind of like the bigger brother role. Um, but like you know Marine Ford was like cool, but I don't want to see him like kind of do it everything again. It might be cool because you know there's like a really high chance that he'll succeed um yeah but i feel like there there shouldn't be like another marine for two i don't think um it'll do anything but good so we'll we'll see with sabo but um i just kind of hope it doesn't play out like ace yeah i i agree do you there's have any of... th- oh sorry go ahead. No, okay. go ahead i was just gonna say do you have any theories on what uh what luffy's true dream is oh man because i feel like that's you the big, biggest mystery like thinking about like because i feel like a lot of theories have been answered like you know like the small one like kind of like the big interesting ones but i think that's what kind of like um i think is what kind of interests me right now like what is luffy's true dream yeah i mean no kidding we haven't got that i mean he wants to be the pirate king right that's the main like basic dream like i want to be hokage whatever he yeah. has that dream but he's going to obviously get to that goal eventually. I mean, it's just the way it goes, especially with One Piece. It's going to happen. But is it going to be one of those things? Luffy's going to be happier with the journey. And then he's going to be like, eh, Pirate King's kind of lame, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. And 
that's a good question to ask because I don't know, man. Luffy's such a anomaly as a human being, you know. Like he, um, you know, you just got that fight with Rob Lucci, and he got the he uh he was fighting the axe guy, and he kind of got upset that axe guy got you know killed or yeah. taken <laughs> out. By, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like what, what's happening here, but then. Just kind of nonsense. Like if if you feed Luffy the the four 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 from Wendy's, he'll fucking destroy the country for you. You know. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like, how, what about you? Do you have any idea what or like any theories or what? So I don't have a like 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 a death set theory, but I feel like his dream is kind of like it probably like um involve like in, like an indirect way. Like kind of helping like all the countries out and like kind of like getting the world back into order. I don't know okay. if it's gonna like destroy the grand. I feel like the grand line is gonna get destroyed. Oh, but sure. it's kind of like kind of like my out there theory that um, all the like the grand line is gonna get destroyed and um, yeah. we're gonna get everybody connected again. Um, oh wow! But oh, I feel and like then thus creating the all blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Creating the all blue, oh. and oh, okay. so okay, I like it. And so I think. I don't know. I feel like his dream is gonna be something stupid, but then like the way that he like, <laughs> like he, like the way that he does his dream, like maybe he like he wants to eat at every fucking island or some shit like that. Or like, um, it just I feel like it kind of like promotes like maybe like journey and kind of like going everywhere and like kind yeah. of like, um, just having a good time with his crew. I feel like that's 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 like kind of be like the effect of his dream. But honestly, I have no idea yeah. what the fuck he's thinking. Yeah, right. No kidding, man. No one does. He's fucking insane. He's out of his yeah. mind. Um, okay. Could I, oh, could I, could I get your opinion on a theory that I heard today? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It's not pretty crazy, but, um, so like there were like one video, so it was anime talk. Um, but it was just kind of like talking about how like, it'd be crazy hearing Luffy from like a civilian perspective with like all the government kind of like, you know, censorship or whatever, where like, right. you know, you hear this guy where like, you know, he fucking sets Ennis lobby on fire. Then he goes to impel down, breaks people out fucking goes to marine ford disappears oh, wow. comes back and like in a span of like a couple months becomes like an emperor right okay and so like i don't know i feel like as a civilian um it'd be really scary just hearing about this guy just kind of like fucking up the oh. government you, um, you know you're right yeah and so the theory is is that like um it's kind of like rocks where like you know where everybody kind of paints him out like as a bad guy um, just cause like he got him like in a fight with like a government, but like, he's not like this. Cause I feel like a lot of people see like rocks is kind of like, you know, the opposite of like, uh, as like Roger is like somebody who's bad, who needs to be stopped where like, he was like the ultimate evil. Right. But like where he was like the ultimate evil, like in the government perspective, but he was actually pretty chill. Cause like when you think about it, like Whitebeard, all like, I feel like it was always weird that Whitebeard was like on his, um was on his crew because like Whitebeard like all he does is care about family and so you know putting Whitebeard was like a bunch of villains didn't really like make any sense to me and so I feel like I don't know I feel like it kind of gave me something to think about where like Rox might not be like the entirely evil guy and then I I don't know how canon the fucking uh, um um the the One Piece Gold was like what's his name like like the Golden Lion uh Shinky yeah shiki yeah shiki you're right yeah i feel like shiki wasn't a bad guy he was just fucking goofball and so um i don't know i feel like it might be where like you know rocks really isn't like a super bad guy um but that's essentially it that's essentially it It was nothing groundbreaking where like it just said that rocks might not be like the ultimate villain that we all think he is 
you know because we think yeah, about like roger and luffy yeah. and then rocks and uh and uh white beard i mean black beard right you know kind of like those parallels but um wow yeah okay. but is rocks really that bad i don't know it was just kind of something cool to think about and i kind of like i really agreed with it you know it's a it's a cool thing because yeah thinking about you know you watch you watch luffy and you know he's a good guy you know he's a good mm-hmm. person just looking out for you know other people that just can't fend for themselves and you know so you know he's doing the right thing but you know the fake news media might manipulate <laughs> you to think that he is the bad guy trying to overthrow the government absolutely you know, like yeah. you as a regular civilian across the world hearing that this Luffy, you know, going from 10 million, now he's like worth 2.5 billion. He just beat Kaido. Holy exactly. shit, what's happening? Like he That's was a boy in a barrel like three years and they're like, <laughs> they're like in world time or whatever. And then yeah, two of no, year was like, in hiatus. Like literally, like he's only been active for like maybe a year and a couple months as like a pirate, oh you God, know, dude. avoiding the two year gap. And so it's fucking like, I don't know, like. Imagine being in that time and just hearing this one guy where, like, having, like, literally no bounty to, like, a fucking emperor in three years where, like, people, like, all the emperors have been, like, established over, like, multiple, like, decades, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah? No kidding, man. White beard. Oh, Oh, God. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty neat, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Is there anything about One Piece you want to talk about? Okay. Let's do two questions here. I have two and then we're going to wrap up with the final question. Okay. okay so first okay. one, the first two, Brian, what is your favorite arc and your least favorite arc? Let's do that. A lot of arcs to choose from here, my guy. So I don't know. I feel like my favorite arc um, probably was like the whole like Marine Ford saga or like because I don't know because like Ooh, I know Marine Ford is on his arc and Pell Downs is his own arc. But like, you know, Lu- like Luffy leaves the crew. And, like, for, like, kind of, like, a couple years, like, World War time, he's he's doing, you know, he goes to Amazon Lily. He goes to Impel yeah. Down. He breaks out. He fucking goes to Marine Ford. And then, like, fucking Ace dies, like, right, like, in front of his eyes. I always found that. Oh. I don't know. I always found that, like, super powerful. And, like, I just feel like the payoff just felt, like, I don't know. Like, I fucking love that arc so much. Like, sometimes, like, I feel like if I, I feel like if I'm hella drunk and like you ask me to like explain like the whole Marine Force saga, I probably end up crying and in tears and fucking like in shambles. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I just feel like I've never seen like such a long, long arc kind of like multiple stories just like bleed into one each other and kind of like have such like an emotional payoff, you know? And then they go to fucking Emma's like the fucking Lily and then he loses all his like crewmates, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like that was like definitely super strong for me. Um, I used to say Skypea was my least favorite, but now thinking about it, I feel like I had like a lot of cool shit going on. I think it might have just been like the anime, um, kind of like stri- I think it might be like when like the anime starts to stretch out a little bit, so maybe it starts to feel okay. the weirdest. I don't know if that's true. That can be completely one hundred percent bullshit. Um, yeah. But, um, like so. I- so it's hard. Like, it's a hard question, dude. I'm sorry. Maybe it's like a hard Punk Hazard, because I feel like Punk Hazard is kind oh. of the one that I forget the most. Okay. When you know when they go and get Caesar and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's fair. But, but I think so. That's for me. Yeah, it might be Punk Hazard because I feel like out of all of them, um, because I feel like I have like specific memories of each arc, except for like Punk Hazard, where like you just kind of get like I just kind of remember like Luffy freezing, and then all like those like giant ass <laughs> babies. 
Um, yeah. And then, you know, there's supposedly like the Akaji and like the Akuma fight, but you don't get to see much That's of right. it. So no, I feel no. like that one's kind of like, but I don't think it's bad at all. It's just kind of like the one that I, like I remember the, remember the least. Okay, that's fair. So I guess for me, I'm I'm almost in the exact same boat as you. I think just that entirety of trying to save Ace, crew separation, was is peak One Piece. I mean, fucking brutal. Once you get to once you get to that, you're hooked. I mean, yeah. it's already you know you know you know people get hooked on Orange Town, East Blue Saga. Up to get um, hooked on the Arlong Park, of course. I, I think that's um, a lot of people as well. Yeah. But you know, dirt right there. That's when you know this. This is it. This is peak shonen, peak writing, peak everything. Yeah, the payoff, everything about it is phenomenal. Yeah. But you know, so like that's probably just my favorite there. But I had such a fun time with Thriller Bark. Yeah, you know, Thriller Bark is always a good time. And that that was almost kind of peak One Piece animation too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if you go back to those scenes, they're, they're clean, they're good. Yeah. It, it's they're funny. They're funny episodes. You know, funny scenes with the zombies nonsense. You know, you get Zoro meeting Ryuma. You know, getting his uh, his new sword, which is great. Yeah. Um. You know, just so much. Zoro being there. best boy that entire fucking arc. Oh my god! Yeah. You know where we're like the like nothing happened incident, and then like the whole Usopp versus um. Uh, what's her name? The <laughs> oh yeah, with um, the ten ton hammer. Yeah, yeah, the ten ton hammer. Boom! And then she fucking passes. What's her name? Fucking uh, Perona, uh, dude. Come oh, on, yeah. La Perona. <laughs> <Fucking> Perona. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel like everybody's fights were just kind of iconic. I liked Monster Luffy. I thought it was weird, but um, it worked for me. I don't know. I thought that was badass. I feel like so many funny and memorable moments, except for like the weird oh, yeah. kind of like fucking scientist where I feel like that guy was kind of a weird fucking guy. I feel like he's the only thing that wrote me wrong, but like, you know, really, I think it's funny how like, you know, Luffy tried to recruit like those two trees and like the horse (laughs) as his fucking crewmates. And like, um, I don't know. Yeah. That's just always iconic. That is. And now for me, for my least favorite is probably Fishman Island arc. I mean, Hmm. I really just feel like that was, that arc was made to prove to you how strong everybody got. And because yeah. it was so easy for them. It was so easy. There was no sense of dread at all for me. Everybody was just strong, doing their thing. Everybody felt powerful. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. And I think um, with Hody was kind yeah. of whatever. You know, the only, the best part of that Fishman Island was the ending when Jinbei transfuses blood to Luffy. That was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Because I know that was illegal, wasn't it? In uh, in, beating in him like, a bug. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree. I feel like they definitely did Hody wrong. Where I feel like um they should have like, um, I don't know. I feel like they should have buffed. Well, I know that he buffed himself like a million times and like <laughs> so many roids. Like yeah. But like it, it did feel like we're like like literally Luffy just like one shotted him the entire time and like, yeah. um. The stakes wasn't there, and like you kind of knew the entire time too, you know. Where like it kind of felt right. like, kind of felt like you know, like he was like a lot of talk, like Hody was a lot of talk, and like not a lot of like exactly. bite. And so it never really like amounted to much. And so I definitely feel you there. Okay, I I, get, I said one last question, but okay, let's do two more here. And this okay. is a fast okay. one. It's a simple one that's mainly modern day. What is a YouTube clip 
you always go back to on One Piece. You're just like, I got to watch this, right? Like, people go back to Hunter Hunter to watch the Gun versus P2 or Miriam versus uh, Netoro yeah. and whatever you have. But in One Piece, what is your moment? Because, you know, people go to Hunter 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 just for the action scenes a lot of the time. But One Piece has emotional. It has whatever have you. What is a moment you're just like, okay, I got to you to this, you know, real quick. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> well, I think my most play, like the one that I always go to back back to the most, is always like when Frankie's in Chopper's body. <laughs> and like, oh, rah, rah, rah. like I'm a perfect. Thank you. And like Frankie, never say that shit again. Um, I feel like that oh was my, my top God. play. I feel like I usually go back to it like every two or three months. I don't know why. It's so fucking funny. And then the way they wow. draw fucking uh, Chopper's face as Frankie, I thought, and <laughs> that's the one that I always go back to the most. I also go back randomly to um to the Nekomumushi song when like Brooke is singing and they're gonna go meet Nekomumushi. Okay, yeah, that's right. I feel like that song is like super cute and just like really like yep. tranquil. Um so those two are like I think those those are the clips that I go back to the most. How mm-hmm. what about for you? That's very nice. For me, it's always I had to go back all the time to watch the nothing happens with uh yeah when seriously Kuma fucks everybody up with the Ursusu Shoku and then he's about to pick up Luffy the last man standing is Zoro and he finally cuts him with the uh, Shisui Sunsun and mm-hmm. it's great you know and you see it happening and he's like oh shit he's a cyborg the first time you find out you know cyborgs exist other than Frankie so you're just like oh shit what's happening. And you find out he's a Vegapunk experiment, just stuff like that. Yeah. But when I want an emotional scene, I go to Bon Clay's Sacrifice, baby. Oh, no. Oh, Impale Down, dude. Yeah. I cannot watch that without tearing up, bro. It's so damn good. That's the yeah. second time Bon Clay has uh, sacrificed himself for Luffy to just to escape to save his brother. Just real fucking so friends. Oh my god, dude! That's the one thing like, I didn't mention. Like you know, Oda's so weird and like weird and sexist, but and then he does these, you know, these bros and like you know with uh, the um, just like he does like Bond Clay and Ivan so good. And it's yeah. so strange. Like I don't where, know what this man. Where thinking. a lot of anime kind of like demonizes kind of like trans people, where like they're right. usually like the villains and shit. Absolutely. But then you have Bond Clay and and, and um, Ivan, right? Yeah. Yeah. The ultimate bros and you're just like, This is this is it right here. This is peak. And then yeah. I just can't wait for the moment when we see Bon Clay again, honestly. I know I, me just, too. I need it to happen. Yeah, yeah. All hmm. right. Now for the final and final question for One Piece here. What do you think is the one piece? Fuck. Okay, so that's hard because I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm stuck on the idea that the entire story is just to get rid of the grand line. And so, um, yeah. but then it, like, it's funny. I don't know. Honestly, I have, I still have no fucking idea. I don't even have like a good fucking guess. What about you? Okay. I really feel like it's gonna, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't really know, man, but I feel like it's just going to be a piece of treasure. Honestly, yeah. simple and basic. It's going to be a piece of treasure that Roger really likes, whether it be some kind of chain, something gold. But we got confirmation that it is a physical thing, right, from Oda yeah. himself. So, I mean, people are saying, oh, it's going to be meat. It's going to be food. Or 
I mean, the other one's going to be uh, the weapon uh, Pluton or whatever, like, you know, whatever the fuck. It's going to be weapons or whatnot. But I think it's just going to be uh, a piece of treasure, a little one-piece treasure. Yeah. And that'd be enough. Well, I think it's going to... I don't know, because I feel like, especially since we're talking about the past right now, I feel like it's going to yeah. do something with, like, Joy Boy. And, like, you know how Luffy's, like, oh. the reincarnation of Joy Boy? Oh, and yeah. So, and the way that Roger laughed when he saw it. And so I feel like it... <laughs> I can definitely see it being like the best piece of me in the world um, <laughs> just for like Luffy. Cause like, you know, kind of like as a message from like his reincarnated life, you're like, Hey, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to receive them to like 900 years, but here you go, you know, type shit. It's right. Cause I think it's funny that they all laughed. And so I don't think it's anything serious. Cause like, I feel like this show is not serious. I feel like it's supposed to be fun. I feel like it's like pyre bros to the end. Um, I agree. But honestly, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. And we'll see if people get mad again, no matter what it is. If it's funny, well, I feel like people, people are going to probably... get mad no matter what. You know, it's yeah, just the right. way that people are. You know, we're going to have like um, people who like You're love right. anime fights. It's like, it's not a fucking secret boss or some shit. <laughs> see, the ultimate final boss. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. whatever. We'll see. We'll see, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and with that, Brian, any final thoughts on One Piece, man, before we get into Mob Psycho 3 here? One Piece, 10 out of 10, um, not long enough. It's kind of weird how, like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I've been, I've been in it for, like, 12, 13, 14, 15. But I don't fucking know how many years. Um, but, damn, it, it really is crazy. Um, you know, how like expansive a world could really feel like I've never, I don't think I've ever felt this like in a literary, like lit literary sense where like a world could be so fucking big. And like, no matter how hard Oda tries, like he can never felt like one piece is like a thing that like, he'll never have like enough time to finish, you know, like where there could always be more. Um, he could always expand this plot line or that plot line. And like, you know, it's just so weird. Cause like, especially with Wano where like he said, like if he wanted to write everything he wanted to write for Wano. Or, like, give everybody, like, enough time to do it justice. It'll never end. That's right. And so, it's super crazy. I think it's probably one of the best, you know, things that have been written, period, in history. Um, You know, just, like, a silly little, like, manga about, like, fucking pirates. But it's so impactful and just so, so great. You gotta love it and, like, appreciate it. But, yeah. I agree, man. Way to wrap it up. I agree 100% with what you said. (laughs) Thank you, senpai. Okay. Now with that, folks, we're going to finally get into Mob Psycho 100, the third season, and also the final season. Yep, it is wrapped up, a dunzo, complete. So with that, this is a show that has 12 episodes long. It aired on the fall of 2022, done again by Studio Bones. The source is indeed a web manga, and of course it shows in the art style here. The genres are action, comedy, supernatural, and the theme is superpower. Now, mm. if you guys have listened to our previous podcast, we have reviewed Mob Psycho 1 and 2. And, you know, Brian and I are kind of flip-flopped on scores there. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, so going into this next season, Brian, the third and final, you knew it was the final season, right? I mean, what were you thinking? Were you excited? Were you skeptical? What were your thoughts here? Well, I think for me, the only thing I wanted for this season um, – was to kind of bring back the comedy. I feel like, okay. um, I don't know. Like, I don't think season two was definitely not bad. It was a great, se- it was a great season. A lot of good fights. Um, sure. Yeah. But like the only thing I kind of wanted, 
like kind of like going forward was kind of like kind of like the fights that kind of don't end by fists you know and also yeah. kind of like more of the moments were like the OVAs or the ONAs. I'm not exactly sure what they were, but kind of like, you know, the little, the little episodes they had in between where like it was like Mob going on the train and it was like Mugen train essentially where they get stuck in the dream. Like they get, they get trapped. <laughs> have you seen that? Still have not seen that one. No, sir. Ah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted more just kind of like Mob time. Just like kind of like less serious because I feel like the second season was like super dark. Um so I guess like the only okay. thing I wanted from this season was just like some, uh, some light and how it was gonna end, you know. And so yeah, yeah. just wondering. I didn't really have any like expectations about plot wise because like right. I feel like it's kind of like an anomaly plot wise because I feel like, um, the first two seasons were all about like um, um, like the super bad organization, but at the same time it wasn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, I mean the third season, I was um after, honestly after season two ended in the manga, right? I mm-hmm. I was kind of wondering how in the hell are we gonna keep going now? Then I mean, because you wonder, okay, are we gonna have another ultra mega villain type of deal? What's yeah. gonna, are we gonna get some kind of other organization? You know, I don't know what one's thinking because you know when it comes to One Punch Man, he kind of does. You know, you know, the power scaling, but it's irrelevant. But in this one, you wonder what's he going to do. But so, uh, luckily, luckily for me, uh, he did not do that. And it was focused more on mob, more on, you know, people just wrapping up their stories. And yeah. I thought that was that was well. I mean, it was good because I think we mentioned also um, previously before, you know, we, we, we met that girl where he... Uh, uh, they started the occult club, you know, they yeah. introduced her and then she kind of went away. Well, she got brought back here and we kind of got her story wrapped up, you know, in a, a weird way, you know, a- meeting aliens and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah. That was a fever dream and a half, man. When I read that manga, I was like, this is fucking weird. And then seeing it animated, <laughs> it was not any better. I'm like, this is fucking strange. <laughs> well, did you like the fucking ending of it too, where like it turns out that he never really went back? And um, yeah, and then it's fucking weird because <laughs> it turns out that he never went back. But then, like, you see him in the next episode, literally in the next episode. <laughs> and it wasn't until like two or three episodes later where they kind of sh- gave it like the fucking alien eyes. <laughs> they were like a fucking imposter. That's right. Oh my god. Yeah, that too was good. Fucking, yeah, too good. All right. So the first episode here is just you know once again kind of a one off trying to figure out his career path mm-hmm. and. Nothing much. And then we get the yokai hunter, right? Another yeah. kind of one-off thing. And we finally get the Giga Chad mob, episode three, when he gets carried away. And, you know, that happens. And then after episode three, we finally get a little arc, the divine tree. Mm-hmm. So this is where, you know, the broccoli thing, that mob, and when he fought uh, that dude's dad, they put all the power on a tree and it grew really big. And it's it was just a it's big broccoli, not a tree. And then Dimple, he kind of goes to the tree and kind of absorbs the energy. And then he does what Dimple does. And, you know, back to go season back one, evil. Dimple. Yep. Yeah. Go back evil. And everybody in town is getting manipulated, hypnotized, whether it be with candy, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And so we get into this one. And, uh, well, okay, so going into this one, Brian, what were you thinking? Dimple being bad boy, being a bad guy? Were you scared? You're like, eh, whatever. What were you thinking? Um, well, I wasn't really scared because, like, I don't know. I think Mob is in a weird, 
um it's in a weird spot where like it feels like you know he's one punch man where like he could always pull it out of his ass but at the same time <laughs> yeah. like it does kind of feel like there is kind of like kind of power scaling because i feel like uh mob who fought like um his rival i forget his name i can't look it up right now but um the guy with the blonde hair guy i think his name's like i don't, I don't know it doesn't tetsu? matter yeah tetsu yeah, so like I feel like you know, there's a difference between him fighting Tetsu and then by fighting the fucking uh, the boss of the organization in the second season, and then from right here, like you know, right. And so I kind of like that about the show where it does kind of have power scaling, more like he's always like gonna win, but like right. he also does kind of like power scaling where like he does kind of get more powerful throughout the series. Um. Yep. But um. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And so I always so. It was interesting to like when he went to the broccoli because like um, it did kind of feel like he was going to lose or like the whole thing or whatever. But um, yeah, but I ended up fucking loving it because I think it just it did kind of turn into uh, what I love where like it doesn't really like kind of matter about the fight. It's just about him and Dimple kind of like reconciling and just kind of like him kind of like answering for like kind of going all fake and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I agree. I thought I thought it was great. Um, mm-hmm. Divine Tree, you know, it kind of, you know, when it starts off, you get it kind of gets like a horror vibe, right? You get this weird like Divine Tree, and then people yeah. are getting taken over, and then you know you get this uncanny valley thing happening. And people are just kind of like, hey, try this candy, kind of creepy, kind of like then, cult. Yeah, and then yeah. you know you finally get into the tree. And then you find out it's Dimple, yeah. And then that how it wraps up with that, where you know he just like you know all you wanted was a uh, was a friend, and I just ignored you, and I shouldn't have done that, you know. You sh- I should have listened to you, and that was great, mm-hmm. and all that was good. And then he's just like, God damn it, Mob, you're right. And then after after Mob, you know, he's all tired out. He's taking him out, and uh, w- once again, more horror happens where the divine tree is actually yeah. just kind of awake and fucking he's like, alive. Hey, leave the boy here, like oh mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So and then you get this really epic, um, you know, this amazing fight scene with a uh, god dimple in the tree, mm-hmm. absolutely insane. You know that. Well, that. fucking god tier animation. I think that's out of every single like, um, I don't know. I think that might be my favorite fight in anime, like almost like you know of all time. You know, we're like, Ooh. um, fucking dimple, fucking going crazy and just like putting it all on the fucking line, um the animation was just like so beautiful and just kind of like it didn't mean a lot because i feel like it was so, so fucking sad when like kind of mob wakes up and he goes home and like he doesn't know why he's crying because he doesn't like remember it because he was kind of oh, like man. was he brainwashed or whatever yeah he was brainwashed because he was so weak it was easy for him to brainwash mob yeah and he brainwashes him to kind of like forget what happened and like he like he doesn't know why but he like he's crying and then just like the whole oh, man. i don't know yeah. i just feel like that shit hits so fucking hard it hit hard, man. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, he just like he's one of those um, you know, unsung heroes. He just did it all himself. He was a hero at the he didn't no credit. He just took the tree and put it over there, called it a day. Yeah. And yeah, I mean I'm with the animation scene, honestly, easily best of the year. One hundred percent. Like 100%. no contest there. I, I did not see Chainsaw Man, I watched that whole thing. Not even close. Dude. When I watched it, I'm like, Brian, you have to, you have to catch up with this. this is so good. Bro, What's the, happening? The entire fucking budget was blown in that fucking episode. Oh my god! Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but I think I mentioned that it was um directed by one of the guys. He does a lot of things like that, like a lot of the rainbow colors that you saw there, like you know, rainbow colors and flashy mm-hmm. lights and. Doesn't he do one piece of, too sometimes? 
He does, yeah. Yeah. And of course, um, a lot of it was also um, heightened by the voice actor, Otsuko Akio, when he was just yelling, you know, and screaming. It was so good. Of course, he does uh, the voice of Blackbeard, as yeah. as you know. And yeah. he does those. He does. He has that just that really gruff voice. The deep voice and, voice and the oh, raspy so, voice. So he's so good. No, no doubt. So yeah, that that whole scene was great. I mean, good lord, man. And it, yeah, yeah, it wraps up there. And yeah, that ending of that episode was, oh, it, it, it hurt, man. You know, it fucking hurt so see, bad. You know, <laughs> it was man. so sad. I mean, because like, I think that's like the fucking mob that I fucking love. Where like, it doesn't, you know, I don't want to see mob beat the shit out of fucking Dimple. I want to see fucking right. mob fight Dimple, lose, then Dimple fucking fighting for him, and then mob fucking crying because he does, he he doesn't even fucking know why he's crying. But he, like, we all know fucking know because he's dead. You know. Yeah absolutely i feel like that's i feel like that's kind of like what really brought it back for me i was like damn like it's gonna be a good ass fucking season because like um you know sometimes like watching people beat the shit out of each other kind of gets stale you know and so that's what i really appreciated about the first season where like um just the way that it was handled it was like a lot of comedy but also like a lot of like um like kind of like morals too you know absolutely yeah yeah i I can see that yeah i can 100 percent and then do you, so going so this is kind of random. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, senpai. Yeah. But do you think like multi-level marketing culture is like really big in Japan or like you know cuz like I think that essentially that's kind of what was like the the psycho helmet whatever kind of like a spoof on is kind of like you know maybe like a core religion or like MLO marketing. But I was just wondering if you knew anything about that. It's really big here, man. Oh. I don't know about Japan. <laughs> yeah, no. It's fucking big here too and then also like in the Mexican community too. Fucking Herbalife yeah. and Princess House, Mary Kate. Tupperware, uh, Amway. Amway's Amway. a fucking annoying one. Pissing yeah. me off. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like Amway is just so nasty. At least like with Princess House, you get some cool dishes and shit, but... I know, Amway exactly. is just a straight up fucking scam. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend trying to get me into that. He's just like, just, uh, you'll see one day Amway's going to get bigger than Amazon. And I'm like, dude, Amazon yeah, right. is... I mean, come on now. I'm like, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. A friend yeah, hit me I don't up. know about... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, but like a friend hit me up a while ago, and I, I thought she just like wanted to like kick it and be friends again. And I was like, oh, cool. She's like, I have. Oh like, yes. I think <laughs> I, did I tell you this? No, no, but I, I oh, know where you're going with. You know this. Where I'm I had going the same experience. This? Yeah, oh, god. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, I'm having this like event where I'm talking. Um, would you like to come? And I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be super cool. Like I thought it was gonna be <laughs> like maybe like a community thing or like, um, I don't know, maybe even like a religious thing, like something like that. Um, wow. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. come support you. You know, it's be cool. Like, you hit me up. I'm really glad you did. Blah, 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 blah. And it turned oh out to be a fucking God, Amway dude. shit. And I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have realized it when it was like a weird, like, kind of like, uh, like, event space in, like, an apartment center. I don't know yeah. exactly what it was, but I was like, ah, fuck. I thought you really wanted to be friends. Dude, that's so fucking heartbreaking. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I had the same thing. Happened with one of my buddies I used to hang out with uh, since element since uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. Hit me up. He's like, yo, bro, we should hang out. I'm like, let's go, dude. So we go bowling. He's like, yo, we got to go do this at this hotel. And I'm like, shit, dude, let's do it. And we do it. <laughs> and it, it was funny because he was telling me that this fucking dude was hum- like this this millionaire was humble, right? Because uh-huh. he was talking about his like the multi-marketing crap of Amway. And that yeah. dude was not humble at all. I was like, what the fuck? He's like... Just so you know, I'm rich. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm, and I'm you like, can be rich, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. So I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. yeah but it broke my heart, too. These people pissed no. me off. Well, at least he, he, like, whined and dined you and you went to go bowling first. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
no but then i also had like another friend who were like it, it wasn't specifically amway but like he'd go to like conferences like across like the fucking like country to kind of like okay. to hear people speak i don't know if like i think it was like a multi-level marketing thing but i also feel like wow i don't know i feel like the whole hustle culture shit is kind of weird um but yeah sorry weird off topic but i feel like this would just kind of remind me of the whole psycho helmet trying to like get in you know like where they're trying to give each other products to make each other feel better like you know yeah. when you're talking about the whole zombie phase where like <laughs> literally everybody's <laughs> turning into a zombie because of psycho helmets like coming through right. or whatever and like they're using all these like kind of fucking materials and shit yep oh god yeah uh, so yeah i mean i know it's a big deal here i don't know about japan mm-hmm. i couldn't answer that question sorry about that boss. No, okay you're not a resident japan expert i'm just wondering if you knew that nah, that's right all right well then yeah we get some i i kind of jumped the gun here but the next thing we get is uh essentially the winter break arc and then encountering the unknown which is uh where you know they kind of you know you, you go back to the Oko club you know and it, they're you kind of realize they ain't doing shit mm-hmm. they're kind of just eating chips playing video games and she kind of gets mad and upset she's like we're not doing anything no one cares so she kind of just leaves the club and says i'm leaving the club so what they do is they want to go to a certain spot with a certain ritual to you know encounter aliens mm-hmm. so and then it turns out that the was it the president the president of the he can read minds right no he yeah, was just like a member who was kind of like oh because he thought he was right. going to get help because you know they thought that like he thought they were like telepathic as well or whatever oh yeah that's right so yeah. i feel like i I feel hella stupid because like the entire time um um i thought like telepathic meant like telekinesis and so i thought she was looking for like literally somebody like mob and then oh wow and so i thought it was like i thought it was weird the entire like two seasons like like why are you looking for somebody when you fucking have mob but turned out that he was looking <laughs> right, for like okay. mind right like mind reading shit or whatever okay but yeah so like apparently like he was like a member that was trying to get help because you know the voices the voices he couldn't control the voices <laughs> yeah um but yeah but i don't think he was like a vice president or anything who's the okay, voice I, actors I think, of yeah, the just... of the president because which, which president the the of the occult club because i feel like i really like her voice by and like is she hongo from uh from uh um our maidens of seven seasons she is also from Doctor Stone. She's Nikki, the big lip girl. Mm. Fruits Basket. She is um, Arisa, the blonde. Okay, okay. Her favorite. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's uh, she's prolific, man. I'm trying to see any bigger role. Who'd you say she was, Brian? Uh, Hongo from from Our Maidens. Um, doesn't seem like it. Mm. But she's also Anya and oh really? She's Vivi from Vivi Florey Ice Song. Yeah. Oh no way! Damn, she hella has range. I know, holy hell, dude. Yeah. No, but yeah. I loved I love her like fucking um voice in this show. Yeah, she's she was mm-hmm. she was great as well. Yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry to cut okay. you off though. No, I mean I was just talking about uh, yeah, and then they um they finally meet up and of course Mob has to call Reagan to rent a car mm-hmm. and, and it's funny because the they have to drive all the way there, but then um, it turns out that the telepath, uh, he's also, he's late, so they're waiting for him, and they're like, oh my god, Reagan's gonna be mad, but Reagan's also late, and you see him, like, you know, out of breath, and he's like, oh, sorry, we're late. He's like, oh, it's okay, no worries. But <laughs> he, he just, just barely, barely got, there, got too. there, too. <laughs> I love those moments. I think this it arc is just, like, super wholesome, you know? 
it's a wholesome mark yeah yeah just it was just like friends just trying to be friends and like um you know look out for one and one each other because i don't know because it, it is really sad when like you know when you're in like high school and like or like junior high and you know somebody from a grade above you and they're gonna leave and you're not gonna see them yeah. for a while or just like whenever like when you have to separate from a person so it's always sad um yeah and so i feel like it really captured that and it was just like a good wholesome arc it was a good arc because yeah then they go up in the mountains and they're doing this whole ritual and she says oh it's probably not real because you know uh no the the previous previous guy the telepath says it's not real mm-hmm. but then mom doesn't give a fuck he still does it and they all do it and lo and behold they um yeah aliens come down i feel like that was a weird fever dream for us too (laughs) i love how the way i love the way how they fucking um did that yep i kind of wish there was kind of like a tie-in to um one punch man but because like isn't there like hella aliens in one punch man absolutely oh yeah yeah i feel like that would have been a cool tie-on but like i feel like i love the way they did it nonetheless it was good yeah it was done well just like it was nothing you know, just fun aliens, pretty much like other club members of aliens coming down to Earth, you know, trying to interact with these people for their own club, it seems like, you know. And, yeah, it's all, nothing else happens, you know. They just mess around and they're like, okay, time to go back, guys. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And like Brian said, that one guy gets stuck there and goes to their planet. And, you know, he uh he gets worshipped because he stomps the, the little, what is it, creature <laughs> attacking look, him, right? Because he wouldn't fucking attack <laughs> They didn't, they're like such an advanced like civilization, but they don't know how to use weapons, and so he just fucking killed the <laughs> yeah. little food stealer. That's right, mm-hmm. and so he gets worshipped, and that's pretty much the end of that arc. Nothing else happens there. Yeah. And then. Well, how do you feel about him kind of like the mangaka kind of like blocking everything off? Because like, um, personally, I what do you mean? Because I feel like you know, with like the occult club, we really don't see much of them until like very the very end. And, you know, we get introduced with, like, you know, season one. Same with, like, the Psycho Helmet and the Journalist Girl. Where I feel like, you know, they're there for the very, very beginning. But um, everything, like, so sectioned off or, like, this happening. Like, I wish they kind of intertwined more. Where, like, you know, you kind of see them more passively. And just kind of develop these stories um, throughout the series. Instead of, like, you know, on its own block. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. What do you think about that, Senpai? So... Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time people can call it, you know, lazy writing that he introduced them. And then now that he's done with his main thing, okay, I'm going to go back to it. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's that or just forgetting about them. Whatever the writers do. I'm not sure what he was doing here. Or maybe he wanted because he, he wanted to end it here. He wanted to wrap them up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it, it kind of it sucks. Yeah, because, I mean... You know, if I'm sure, I think it'll probably work better if you binge watch it from the beginning mm-hmm. and like, you know, in like five sittings here, watch the entirety of the whole thing. I'm sure it worked better because it's not, it really isn't that long. No. What, 30, yeah, it's 30 episodes, yeah. 30 episodes a little bit. You know, So it's pretty short. I mean, if you really think about it, it probably isn't too bad, but it it, it could have been, you know, spaced a little better. I agree. If they put in this moment with, um, you know, in season two, somewhere in the middle, yeah. it could have worked better or something. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hit or miss on that, though, for me. And do you kind of, like, mind? Well, because I don't, I don't mind, but it, I also thought it was, like, weird where, like, you know, Mob almost had a girlfriend or whatever. And I think that's how they started season one. I mean, season two. It was, like, you know, that one girl. Oh, with, that's right. Yeah, but then, like, and then they kind of just, I don't know. I don't know why I felt like it was going to be, like, a bigger part of the plot where, like, she was going to stay in the plot. 
But then they like hella like forgot about her, and so like I don't know. It's weird because I feel like until this season. Yeah, because I feel like it does does kind of get episodic, which I like. But then also at the same time, it doesn't like it's not like very recurring, or like you know recurring yeah. stuff doesn't get really pushed. And so I don't know how I feel about that. I know what you mean. Yeah, like yeah, you pretty much hear about her, you know, because she's like has shitty friends, but mob stood up for her. And she kind of goes to the wayside until she's like, hey, let's hang out. He becomes Giga Chad, and everybody forgets about him because of the cult club. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it seems weird. It, it's odd. I don't know. I don't know what, what's happening. There. I don't know if it's just him doing it on purpose or just, you know, he forgets about it. Maybe. I can see that happening. Too, yeah. But no, for sure. It's kind of whatever, I suppose, for me. Yeah. Then we finally get to the final, final arc of this where. He finds out that Subomi is going to transfer schools within the next month. So, of course, it, you know, this is one of those things, Brian, that I don't like anime that does this. Mm-hmm. And this is no exception. The The fact that there was like 50 guys lining up to confess to Subomi. I think that's so stupid, man. I'm yeah. like, come on, man. Really? Like, come on. Like a little cringe or what? It's cringe, man. Like, okay, yeah, she's good looking. I get it. Like... Everybody here is pretty much is kind of just, you know, they, they like her for her looks. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yeah. And you think that mob maybe is the same thing, and then you find out that that ain't the case, actually. So it's kind of nice, but, you know, whatever. Anyhow, so he's going to ask her out now because he's like, okay, I got to do it because he was going to do it at the end of the year, but he's got to do it now. So he prepares himself, talks to his he talks to his brother, talks to uh, Teruki, talks to, talks everybody. to Reagan. Everybody, you know, pretty much showing you the friendships he's built yeah. throughout the entirety of the show, right? Which is great. Yeah, and how he doesn't really, like, kind of, like... Because he was super shy in season one. Um, That's right. And so him just kind of, like, having so many people to rely on is just, like, super cool. I agree. And then, so... And then and after episode 10, he's about to do all that. He's headed to the park to meet her. He calls her. And then... It ends with uh, him getting run over by a car yeah. because he's trying to save a child, right? Yeah. So, like, oh, shit, what's going to happen here? Mm-hmm. Were you worried, Brian, for a second that he was actually dead? No, of course not because, like, I feel like, you know, you can explain it, like, in a million ways where, like, you know, unconsciously he saved himself, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like the right. question is, at 2 10, why do you think he decided to, like, throw his own body instead of, like, telepathically like he did the cat? You know, because like, you know, we see it, we see him save the cat, but then he chooses to die of himself for the boy. Like, what do you, why do you think that, like, what's the reasoning behind that? So I think two things, either he does not want to use his psychic powers on other human beings. Mm-hmm. It could be that, yeah. or it could just be spur of the moment. I got to run, he save thinking. his child. Yeah. Wasn't think, or of course, I, I guess the third one would be subconsciously he just doesn't want to actually go misobomi. He's scared of rejection. Mm. You know, there's also that. I'm, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think I'm kind of with you too. Where like I think it was just kind of more like uh like an instinct where he okay, like yeah. I don't know. I think it just kind of shows where like you know he thinks about his power second right and um everything right. else kind of like you know just like it was just him just trying to be human. And kind of doing, like, what was right. Um, yeah. But I thought it was, like, kind of interesting where, like, he did kind of, like, get all that rage from. And because I thought it was, yeah. I think they kind of explained it more as, like, the kind of, like, 
the three or four episodes kind of go by but at first i thought it was kind of like weird because you know he's passed out he's been knocked out before without like him going like all berserk but him going berserk now like you know kind of like why you know right Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i thought it was yeah i thought it was weird how um when he fought the on season two when he fought that dude's dad he didn't go full question marks right yeah yeah and so now he did during this yeah and so eh, i don't know well anyhow um his inner consciousness is like all right i'll do it myself Mm -hmm. gets the flowers he's walking to the park you know just causing you know just wreaking havoc everywhere this city cannot get a fucking break (laughs) it's fucking getting clapped (laughs) every fucking couple fucking days yep and then we um that's all you see him walking down and then you know you got psychic trying to stop him whether it be you know from some of the claw members are working in convenience store trying to mm-hmm. stop him but no they don't Tetsu. stand a chance yeah oh yeah uh, oh, teruki right that's right teruki, teruki. comes down his he, he was great yeah he um he tries his best you know because like you know i've gotten stronger too and obviously he has you know and and for him he internally won because he protected everybody that mob would have heard it. Yeah. And yeah. so that was great. You know, it was a good moment for Teruki as well. I mean, obviously Teruki is himself is extremely gifted and powerful. Yeah. But just compared to mob, he just doesn't stand a chance. You know, it's the way it goes. And um, he also came a lot. That's what happens a, there. Like, I feel like it, it showed really well his character development. You know, it really did. Yeah. He, from season one. Yeah. Being, being a bad guy to mm. being uh, just his friend. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And and then so on episode eleven we finally get um, Ritsu. He's um oh shit he's like mob's going out of control. I had to stop him, you know. He's like and then you find out like this is why I got my psychic powers for this moment, you know, to stop mob. And yeah. Only I can do it. And of course his uh, one hundred also awakens. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Ritsu one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ritsu. But still gets why clapped not, anyways. Right? Yep, yeah, still gets clapped. You know, he gets him flying into the air, and. It ends with, um, you know, Reagan coming in. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to talk to Mob. Mm-hmm. You're like, like, oh, shit. So that's when you know she's going to go down when Reagan's going to go unleash his uh, Full self-defense sensei. barrage. I'm just <laughs> the, the summoning salts. The summoning salts, yeah. So, and then, yeah, you get um, you get a lot of inner monologue with, uh, you know, the inner Mob and Mob himself. Like, you know, this is, this is the real me. Mm-hmm. You're the fake me, you know, because... Uh, this is a lot of development here too, where you find out that Mob hid himself because you know, kind of because Sobomi was uninterested in the psychic part. So he's like, whatever, then I'll just, you know, become a, a nobody because yeah. you know that's what she kind of likes, and he didn't care. And, and the whole thing was Ritsu too, also get, where like you know he heard him and he doesn't want like he doesn't want to feel right. his emotions anymore, just because like you know he's kind of scared of them. Yeah, which he, I don't blame him. You know, he's look look at what he's, look what he's doing to the goddamn city. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Jesus. Yeah, and you get a little scene where it's like, do you know why you like Subomi? And then he's just like, it's because uh, she's the first one that didn't treat you, you know, differently when you because when you, you're a psychic. Yeah, and so so that was kind of, that was cute there, you know. And obviously Reagan, he confronts Mob, you know, with of course there's some plot armor happening. He, <laughs> he should have been blasted away, but it it's great. We love no, it. No, but he you had know. dimple it's, too. It's, well, that's afterward. I mean, he just like oh, he's just yeah. like walking, you know, with no shoes and shit. But fucking I'm just, running. Of course, he just 
Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. And then Dibble comes back because of all the energy that Mob is producing. Comes <laughs> back and uh, helps Reagan. That's right. How do you feel about that? Because I feel like you know Dimple kind of had like a perfect, perfect death scene. I think he had like one of the most beautiful deaths ever. Um, did you mind that, that they brought him back? Me. Yeah, I did. It, this should just—he was. I thought his ending was, you know, Chef's Kiss, wonderful. Yeah. But I mean, it was one of those things that don't take it too seriously. I suppose I understand. You know, yeah, you, you need a vehicle for. Uh, for Reagan to stand a chance to, you know, not die right there in that moment. So it, it's fine, I guess, no, but it's unfortunate. But it, I don't know. I feel kind of mixed because, like, literally before um, I started, like, I watched the last episode, I was thinking about, like, damn, they really fucking killed Dimple like that. Like, I, because I don't know, because <laughs> I, I am, like, 100% like, forward, like, you know, in, in show death and shit like that and, like, keeping to it, you know? Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's really important. I feel like I kind of hate it when Oda just randomly brings um people back to life or like they weren't dead at all or just kind of like right. like kind of like fake yeah. outs i think fake outs are kind of cheap um yep but also i feel like joe like kind of on the other spectrum where like jojo were like in part five where like people like you know like um his name's not naranja but like uh you know like how like he randomly died and like kind of like you know their friends <laughs> kind of died just for like kind of like and that also kind of feels like cheap too at the same time, you know, where, like, yep, you know, they yeah. can throw in a death just to, like, make shit more, like, exciting or, like, kind of more dramatic in a way. Yeah, that was strange. Yep, I agree. And so it was weird because I feel like Dimple's death was perfect, but then also I feel like, you know, <sighs> I really like him as, like, I, I liked him being around, so I was kind of glad he was not dead at the same time. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, I get That's totally, yep. I get you there. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then, uh wrap up with reagan telling mob that uh, he's not a sidekick you know he's been using him this whole time <laughs> get the whole confession you know and why do you think that yes, broke the know, other the... mob like the the emotional mob <sighs> man you know i don't know man maybe just because you know he just looked up to reagan so uh-huh. much and then finding out that he was just i don't know man i have no idea i can't really tell you like i can't really think of like oh this is why i don't know yeah I've, maybe just his boss somebody looks up to just i don't know well because like you know there was a conversation in the episode before where like you know mob kind of like the kind of like the emotional mob kind of knew that reagan's been lying and that he doesn't give a fuck oh right well he was telling mob that he doesn't give a fuck about him or you know like that he was just kind of using him for his powers but then yeah. you know he kind of admits it and it kind of breaks like the emotional mob or like it kind of makes him feel some type of way and um okay yeah you're right i don't know i think he might have just saved like reagan um the way that he thinks about reagan or kind of like um i don't know i feel like it's still need to think about it it's kind of still fresh in my head because i just barely watched i watched the last episode today oh um, wow nice just uh just to kind of save it but um yeah so i'm still thinking about it but i just feel like it kind of just um I don't know. I feel like it just showed that Reagan is like kind of like you know the person that gives a like cares a lot about mob. You know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. And a person that mob uh, honestly probably looks up to as well. Yeah, and then yeah. that just shattered a lot of his you know his views on him. Well, anyhow, and then we finally get some. He snaps out of it, like Brian said, and he's gonna go confess to Subomi at the park because she did not fucking leave. You know, <laughs> the real one, <laughs> the real one. The real one, yeah. she's like, I ain't leaving, bro. He, he His voice was trembling on the phone. He was super nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear him out. So it was very nice of her, honestly. It was very cute of her. Yeah. And so he goes over there, 
comes back pretty fast. Then he's just like, oh, I got rejected. And then he starts crying. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 expected because <laughs> she, and she says, I just don't see you that way. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. And then we wrap up there, and, and the everybody kind of gets their um, the time skips, and you know, we kind of get a. You know, someone calls a Subomi mob's girlfriend because they're on the phone every night. You know, so we get something happening there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it it just it wraps up well, man. Yeah. So many everybody gets wrapped up. I feel like I don't know. It's weird because like he brings like back everybody, like literally everyone, everyone. Even we haven't seen them <laughs> since the first season, but um, yeah, yeah, right. I think it just ends really wholesome, where like you know everybody's friends and life just goes on, and you know, just like I feel like. They just kind of portray portray that really well. You know, all right. So overall as a season, Brian, what were your thoughts on this? Okay, so are we giving a score? Should we do it now or no? Just give your, yeah, let's, let's score it. Why not? Okay. I think we've, we've pretty much, been, yeah, I think we've done a good job with this, uh, this show. Okay, so overall, um, I thought it was amazing. I feel like it really did kind of give me the shit where like, you know, it's more about, like, the emotional journey and just kind of, like, the personal growth instead of, like, the fighting. And then still has some sick-ass fighting. I think it has, like, one of the best fight scenes ever. Fucking God-tier animation. Okay. Um, just, like, I, I don't know. I think it just wrapped everything. I feel like it wrapped everything, like, like, the entire series. And I feel like the season itself just felt, like, really cohesive, you know? Where, like, um, I feel like a lot oh, of, yeah. like, things were, like, a lot of loose ends were tied. Um... I like, honestly, I really liked kind of like the random episodes. Like, can you say, like, we didn't talk about them like the first three episodes that much. Um, right. But I, you know, they're just kind of like more like kind of not kind of like more episodic, which I really enjoy. Um, so, yeah. I mean, overall, I think it's a 10 for 10 for me. How about you? I thoroughly enjoyed this season. I thought that season two was going to be it. It's going to go downhill, but, you know, yeah. I read the manga. I knew what was coming, but I just did not expect the level of emotion I got from the animation version because, you know, when you read it, I kind of read fast on manga panels. You don't get, like, you know, the the immersion, I guess, from the voice acting. Mm-hmm. And I love me Sakuga. You know, I love animation so much when it comes to fights and everything, which is why I get season two such a high score. So this gave me the perfect combination of comedy, emotion, amazing fights. It has everything you want yeah. to. Like, it has everything an anime should exist for. It amplifies the source material at an unbelievable level mm-hmm. that it's just, you know, you just got to, I mean, and now you can just be like, all right, watch Mob Psycho. It's done. You go in, you get a conclusive story, and it's done. This, this entire show as a whole is a complete 10 out of 10 for me as well and just the season 2 10 out of 10 it is so good it is just peak anime yep. studio bones killing it i mean i don't know what else to say this show is just it's peak animation yeah. it's what we love anime for you know what i mean yeah Brian? yeah it's kind of weird because i feel like it's kind of like i don't know i don't know i feel like it maybe i'm like downplaying it or i don't know but i feel like mob cycle is like okay. really one of the greatest like anime series um and it's kind of weird that it just ended right now, you know, because I feel like yeah. it just exactly everything that you said, like I echo everything where like, you know, it enhances like the source material, you know, it has like perfect balance, um, you know, like I feel like it can 
it can literally go anywhere like it can go happy to dark to like you know violent to like you know super just like calm oh, yeah. and peaceful like it has so much range and like what you see throughout the three seasons is just kind of crazy how like it's fucking over now oh man yeah yeah it's it's unfortunate yet it is amazing a happy ending mm-hmm. for all of us yeah for sure 100 percent, 100 percent or a billion percent. Right, Brian, you want to get us out of here? Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, well, thank you for listening to another amazing episode of the Anime Fridge. Make sure to check out other um, episodes. You know, we have, you know, the first, we refused the first two seasons. Check out anything else, random. Um, hit us up at animefridge at gmail.com. Recommendations, shows you want to see. Um, any thoughts about what we said? Uh, anything. Just hit us up. And then... Also hit us up on the social medias at, um, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Anime Fridge. And uh, I'm Brian and that's my co-host Arturo Chan and Sepai Jenna. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>